0: Hi, I'm Brad Blaylock. And I'm Brad McKeon, and welcome to The Brad Report. Report contains spoilers. This episode of The Brad Report is brought to you by Coffee, the Respectable Addiction. The Brad Report can be found on Apple, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Anchor, and Spotify. Please rate and review us. Five stars only. Make sure you subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Brad Report. Last week, we belly flopped into Spider Man Homecoming, and this week, We're going to be going into, belly flopping into Thor Ragnarok, the third installment in the Thor trilogy. We'll see if it does better than the previous Thor movies. It really won't be hard. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into that, I'm going to kick it to my co-host.
1: Imprisoned on the other side of the universe, the mighty Thor finds himself in a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against the hulk his former ally and fellow avenger thor's quest for survival leads him in a race against time to prevent the all-powerful hela from destroying his home world and the
0: asgardian civilization oh nice very good (laughs) thank you very good do you want to start off with the themes first or do you want me to go first
1: you can go first okay you'd like
0: to yeah i'll be happy to this movie it talks about strength and power a lot especially between the characters and as it regards to hella who we find out is thor and loki's sister uh, odin's firstborn she was the goddess of death she's destruction and they keep talking about she draws her power from asgard she draws her power from asgard and In the very early on, we see Thor and his power and his strength, you know, he's one of the strongest superheroes, but then he loses his his hammer and his power is put into question. Mm -hmm. And also with the theme of Hulk, you know, we have this powerful monster and how they clash with one another. And a lot of this movie, while there is a lot of humor, is just Thor put in different uh, strength and power dynamics that he's he's always been a part of or that are new to him, especially with the Grand Master, you know being imprisoned. he's not he's sure. not used to being powerless and to having this thing shock him that's that's not normal for him. And the power dynamic that he has, strength and power dynamic that he has with Loki is he's stronger than Loki and but Loki is always trying to trick outwit, him out with him yeah. in those kinds of things. And yeah, he's, he's the rebel. He's, he's the odds are against him throughout the movie, but using the strength after he's uh, kind of been handicapped, he's not at his full strength or what he we've known him as his full strength throughout the movie and just how he wrestles and grapples with that.
1: Yeah. The, I really like the, Idea that his power is doesn't come from the hammer. The hammer is more of like a conduit,
0: yeah, um,
1: or like brings into focus, yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, it was really cool, but uh, yeah, that was something new for sure that they developed.
1: Sure, but he, he had to figure that out, right? He had to he had to learn that about himself, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my first theme is the experience of refugees.
0: Oh, okay. And so
1: you've got there's there's a lot a lot here. So you have Thor and Loki who in this movie are refugees themselves yeah. on this planet called Sakar, Sakar. That's right, Sakar. They are dumped into this new world called Sakar. They're unfamiliar with, they don't know the customs, they don't know the the political structure essentially. They they don't know anything about it and they are they're thrust into this new system and we see Loki is able to thrive but Thor is not really Thor; is just cast aside in the society um, uh, as a refugee there. But also later, you have the people of Asgard um, who become refugees themselves. Right? Hela has created a a war torn country essentially in Asgard, mm-hmm. a war torn society, and you see Heimdall and Loki and Thor actually essentially trying to smuggle these people out. Yeah, you know, on the rainbow. Rainbow Bridge and smuggle them out of their, their country, quote unquote, and to go somewhere else, to be a refugee somewhere else. And, um, and I mean, Tyke is not you know, super subtle. The song that's playing while they're smuggling them out is immigrant song, song yeah. Led Zeppelin. So, yeah.
0: So I'll touch on the nose there with the song choice, but it works. Yeah, no, it does work. And that's really cool. I uh, hadn't really thought of that, of how there are, they're each experiencing a a refugee experience of being displaced and Mm. on the run and, uh, looking for safety and security. Yeah. Uh, Looking for refuge. There you go. There you go. Uh, so the, the last theme that I have for this is recovering identity after loss. Okay. So much of Thor's story, you know, in each subsequent story we see you know in the first one first story he believes that he loses his brother loki and he loses his connection to earth with the rainbow bridge being destroyed second one thinks he loses loki again right and his mother (laughs) dies and in this one he loses his hammer and Korg kind of has this eloquent way of explaining he says oh sounds like you had a really intimate relationship with this hammer then losing it would be like Losing a loved one. And he's like, (laughs) you know, that's quite a nice way of putting it. Um, And so, and then even losing the home, their homeland, the place where he spent, you know, 1500 years, right. He's 1500 years old and uh, finding his identity or recovering his identity is like his identity is within himself. You know, Mm -hmm. the, the, his, the identity of the Asgardians are themselves as a people, not the place where they're, where they're living and how he even loses his eye in this uh in this movie and like recovering and kind of even okay he loses his eye and he looks a little bit more like his father now and that step of because he's kind of at the first at the beginning of thor one he wants to be king and he's not ready and then he realizes this isn't what i want Mm -hmm. and then coming back again it's that well, this is, this may not be what I want, but this is what I have to do again. And finding his identity and responsibility in, you know, he's not the God of hammers, he's right. the God of thunder. Yeah. And stepping into that and finding his identity and strength and power in that.
1: That's good. I, I like the way they did that too, with the flashes to Odin.
0: That was so cool. While
1: Helen was kind of holding him by his neck. That was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was really... That's one of my favorite scenes.
1: Sure. That's a good one. All right, I have two more themes. The first one is Thor recognizing his ego. All right, Thor kind of has this... Um, and you touched on this a little bit, really, but Thor has this like might-makes-right mindset where because he's strong, he can, he can just do what he wants, right? And it's going to work out because he can swing his hammer really hard. Then eventually he gets to a point where he, one, doesn't have his hammer, but two, even with his new powers, like, He's still not powerful enough to beat Hell.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. What What's the quote there? He's like, I just hit him with the largest lightning bolt in the history of lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it did, did, did,
0: did, did, did nothing.
1: Yeah. And so he gets to this point where he we, he has to realize that he has to make the the self sacrifice in order to win, and it, it's not going to come from just having the biggest stick essentially. Yeah. So that's one theme. another theme, and this one, I was trying to figure out how to phrase this well, but just reckoning with a like a country or society's past mm. and how it got its present riches, mm. right? So Odin clearly enjoyed like the gold and riches of and the feasting, Asgard. Yeah. yeah. But he was also pretty embarrassed, clearly, of how how Asgard came to have this power and have all
0: this wealth. Yeah, because how is he how did he become ruler of the nine realms? Right,
1: and what? Well, it's because he covered it all up, right? He just he just painted over it essentially, and Hela kind of exposes. Well, actually what we did is we just kind of kicked the crap out of everybody and said, this is ours now. <laughs> yeah. And talking about like the gold, she's like, how do you think we got all this gold? Yeah. Right. And so it just kind of makes you think of like British imperialism and yeah, British empire and thinking of like British, um, I think of museums. Yeah. How many like stolen or looted artifacts are in museums and that, that belong to other other nations that were just kind of taken. And now it's like, oh, these are ours now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Taika touches on a, a lot of these things, but uh, in a superhero movie, it's, it's really interesting. And it also makes that kind of uh, compelling because I think Thor, there's a throwaway line that I it caught my attention this most recently where he's having a conversation with Valkyrie and she's kind of talking about how, yeah, Asgard doesn't do this the way that they should, you know, they, they don't do these things correctly. And Thor goes, I know that's why I turned down the throne or something like that. That kind of, he recognizes, but he still feels as this cosmic strong person figuring out, okay, I still need to protect my people. I still need to figure out what's going on with the Infinity Stones. I'm still trying to do all these other things as well. So, yeah. All right. Okay, let's go to some storytelling and talk about some of the good, the bad, and the Easter eggs if we have them. So, uh, Brad, what what was good? What did you like about this movie? It was funny. This movie is really funny. It's hilarious.
1: Uh, Jeff Goldblum specifically is good about this movie. He is so good as the Grandmaster. When he zaps the little dude and melts, What calls him the cousin, I think. Yeah,
0: the melting stick. Oh, and he just, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, stepping at it. Stipping at it, oh, at it. yeah. That's uh, so great. Um it's like what? What do I? What do I always say about uh, a tra- or scrapper one eighty four or whatever her number is? Yeah, one forty two. One forty two. He said she is the starts with a B trash. He's like, were you just waiting to he say that? Trash that <laughs> doesn't even start with a B. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, the whole movie's funny. Yeah, I mean, Korg is great. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth's great. He is. Yeah, he is really good in this movie. Yeah. His humor really, really lands. I think uh, Taiko Watiti just, he does a good job of kind of ignoring the thematic elements of one and two to some aspects and just treating this as like, this is the first movie he's doing. He's yeah, restarting sure. with the characters. This is Thor. Yeah, this this is Thor. This going is the forward. origin
1: story. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. That's That's true. Uh, bad, I think this movie has the same villain problem that lots of Marvel movies do. And that,
0: like, I think Hell is a really good villain. And then she's done. Yeah, that's what I put it to. I said they killed her after one movie. Right. She gets one movie and it, she was really good in it. And then. Yeah. That's it. I mean, she. If they were to just simply explain away that she goes missing or she and Surtur kind of stuck in a battle and fighting that how, if she comes up and Thor and Loki get stronger in the future or whatever it may be, you know, the fact that this, she works as a villain is because she is their sister and they have a history of a shared history and a relationship with their father. Right, And how each of them have experienced kind of brokenness with that relationship. And that has a lot of a bearing and it It makes it really personal when Thor is going to, oh, yeah, I'm trying to go kill my sister. You know, I'm going to try to stop my sister from from killing me or from killing all the people that we're supposed to be leading and ruling. So, yeah, I I agree that she's a good villain, but they kill her right away. Yeah. Which is a bummer.
1: They just they always do that. I was like,
0: yeah. So I think another good thing was the action was awesome. The graphics looked great. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was just a lot, a lot of fun. Okay. Do you have any Easter eggs? Yeah, I have a few. All right. So
1: at the the very end of the, um, the movie with Thor is getting on the Quinjet and he's trying to figure out his password. You know, he's like strongest Avenger and all these things. The that. Strongest Avenger. The password is point break. Point break is what he calls is what Tony calls Thor the first time he meets them in the Avengers movie. Yeah. It's because Point Break is a nineteen ninety one Patrick Swayze movie in which Patrick Swayze has long, luscious golden hair. Yeah. And so when Tony calls him that the first time, he's making fun of the way he looks. Yeah. And so his password is point break, and that's a callback to that. Um, Scrapper 142. Okay. So, I don't know if this is a stretch or not, but the Valkyrie were first introduced in the comics in the in the Hulk, the 142nd edition of the Hulk comics. So it, it was comic 142 for the Hulk.
0: Oh, ah, okay. And
1: that's where the Valkyrie were first kind of, um, where they were, they were brought in. That was their Marvel debut. That's awesome. Yep, yeah, I and mean, it was titled the, I think it was, Incredible Hulk battles giant man.
0: Okay. That's cool. All right. So there's one. Yeah. Um, Oh, go ahead. Ooh. Are we going to say, I was going to say Korg is voiced by Taika Waititi. Yeah. That's a good one. Too. That's a, that's a little Easter egg. Yeah. That is a good
1: one. Um, when we get to Sakaar, they have the giant tower, you know, of all the faces of past champions, which Hulk is. Those faces are familiar. Marvel characters. Yeah. So Beta Ray Bill.
0: Yeah. Is he, a face. he wields uh, a hammer. He does. And he's,
1: he was a previous champion at Sakaar. We have Man-Thing, who's a previous champion, because mm-hmm. his face is there. And also Ares, his face is on yeah. there. Yeah. So those three Marvel beings were at some point champions on Sakaar. We have Odin's treasure case has the Infinity Gauntlet. Which is f- fake. Fake. According to Hella. Yeah. And then my favorite one, and it's my favorite because I actually have this comic book at home. But Loki, at the beginning of the movie, Loki and Thor talking, joking around, and Thor makes the joke that uh, I think it was actually the actors,
0: the actor Thor. He's like,
1: Forgive me for that one time I you turned me into a frog.
0: Yeah, he he does turn him into a frog. There's a
1: comic series called Throg. Yeah. Which is Thor and a frog because Thor as a frog because he gets turned into frog and strog yeah and i actually have that comic book at home
0: and that's so that awesome. was
1: that's my favorite easter egg in this movie
0: yeah those are really good so other easter eggs of course uh chris hemsworth's brother luke is playing him in the play so that's chris chris hemsworth's actual brother oh i didn't that's know that's playing know himself that. in the play uh matt damon of course is playing loki sure yeah. uh sam neal is playing odin and that scene's just really really funny and uh, rumors have for Thor love and thunder that they're going to have those characters back for another little play scene. Uh, so it's, it's really, really exciting. And another uh, Easter egg is that when they're in New York city and he's got meal as yeah. an umbrella, that's a, when he was, when Thor had an alter ego where he would, he would kind of strike the strike the ha- umbrella and then he'd turn into the door kind of like Shazam almost. Oh, cool! where, uh, that was, that was a reference, a reference to that. And, um,
1: that's all, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of cool little Easter eggs, uh, here and there throughout the movie. And if you go, you, I'm, I'm currently scrolling through, uh, looking is that there are 40 Easter eggs in Thor Ragnarok that you did not know about. So 40. uh, So that's, that's pretty crazy. And um, apparently shady acres where he puts uh,
1: the nursing home,
0: nursing home is a reference to Ace Ventura. The shady acres in the first one is where the, the kicker goes when he's in, in the insane asylum. Huh? So I had no idea. (laughs) That's one that I found on this list. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of little Easter eggs and little fun tidbits uh, that you can find throughout the movie. All right, let's get into some quotes and then scenes. So the first quote I have is from the very beginning of the movie where you pan in and you, it sounds like Chris Hemsworth is narrating. He's kind of breaking the fourth wall. He's talking to the audience, but you find out that he's not. He says, I know what you're thinking. Oh no, Thor's in a cage. (laughs) How did this happen? Well, sometimes you have to get captured just to get a straight answer out of something. It's a long story. Basically, I'm a bit of a hero. See, I have spent some time on earth for the record. I saved the planet a couple of times. I went searching through the cosmos for a couple of magic, colorful Infinity Stone things, but I didn't find any. That's when I came across the path of death and destruction, which led me all the way here to this cage where I met you. And then he's looking directly at a skeleton, which is super funny.
1: Yeah, that I remember watching that for the first time. I thought he was breaking the fourth wall, and I was like, "Oh, this is a weird, kind of weird kind of spin on a Thor movie." Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, the skeleton was a really good. Um, Way to get around
0: breaking the fourth wall without actually because he's looking directly in the camera, right?
1: But he's not actually breaking the fourth wall, it's just a skeleton there, yeah. All right, so this is between Bruce Banner and Thor. Bruce says, I don't know how to fly this thing. Thor responds, You're a doctor, you have PhDs, you should figure it out.
0: (laughs) Bruce replies, None of them are for flying alien spaceships. (laughs) That that, that bit was really funny. Yeah, that was really good. Um, when after, you know, the the he's a friend from work quote, he starts talking to him. He's like, he said, so much has happened since the last I saw you. I lost my hammer like yesterday. So that's still fresh. Then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Then I met you.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: man, that was a good one.
1: Sorry. You yeah. got one? Yeah, no, that's the one I was about to read. So oh, sorry. Going to... <laughs> no, it's okay. Thor, this is between Thor and Korg. Thor says, every time I threw it, it would always come back to me. Korg, sounds like you had a pretty special and intimate relationship with this hammer. And the losing, it was almost comparable to losing a loved one. Thor,
0: that's a nice
1: way of putting it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uh that's great. The one that I... Uh... Um uh, this is I mean, there's so many good quotes. There's so many good quotes. Uh when they're at the retirement home, it cuts to the retirement home getting destroyed. Yeah. And Loki's like, I left him right here. And Thor saying, You mean on the pavement outside or actually in the building currently being demolished? He said, How was I supposed to know? I can't see into the future. I'm not a witch. And Thor says, Well, you're dressed like one.
1: <laughs> oh man, that is good. And it's funny because he's wearing all black and then we actually get to the actual wizard and he's wearing really bright colors bright and colors, and yeah. red and looks kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, this one, you know, you've mentioned this already, but Asgard is not a place. It's a people. Yeah, and it's a people one. need your help.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, so the, he's talking to Bruce after he, he unhulkifies. And he's like, you know, hell, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard, and you and I had a fight. And Bruce like, did I win? He says, no, I won easily. And he's like, that doesn't sound right. He says, well, it's true. <laughs> uh,
1: this is a Valkyrie and Korg conversation. Valkyrie says, the Lord of Thunder has sends his regards. Korg responds, the revolution has begun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, here's a really, uh, emotional one that's uh, kind of more serious where they're in the elevator and Thor and Loki are talking and, uh, Loki's kind of saying like, Hey, I might stay here. And Thor's like, yeah, I think you should be a good fit for you. You know? And then he's like, you think so little of me. And Thor goes, Loki, I thought the world of you, I thought we were going to fight side by side forever. But at the end of the day, you're you and I'm me. And oh, maybe they're still good in you, but let's be honest, our past diverged a long time ago. Uh, and Thor, and Loki's kind of like really touched by this. Yeah. He says, yeah, it's probably for the best that we'll never see each other again. I said, and Thor says, that's what you always wanted. And then he pats him on the back mm-hmm. and puts something there that's going to take advantage yeah. of him later. Yeah, you,
1: you can see the wheels working in Loki's. You know, he's starting to feel a little guilt. This is kind of the moment where Loki shifts from you know, I don't remember if this was during recording or or not, but you asked me one time what we're gonna do with Loki when it comes to like our rankings, where we eventually gonna rank him as a hero as well and have a duplicate or switch list. But I think this is the moment where he starts to become, you know, that hero figure, right? The heroic yeah. Loki.
0: I still think he's an antihero sure. At this point, but when we get to his show I think we'll probably have to I don't know. I don't know what we'll do. Well the show's a different
1: Loki than this Loki.
0: True. So that's weird. Yeah. We'll 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 have to talk about it, yeah.
1: But this is the moment where he kind of starts to shift in this universe where he becomes more concerned with um, being a good guy. Yeah,
0: because he becomes part of the revengers team of Thor, Valkyrie, and Hulk to to save the people. Yep. To fight on the good guy side.
1: That's right. Um Surtur says, You cannot stop Ragnarok, so why fight it? Thor responds, because that's what heroes do.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't even know where this quote is. I don't remember it, but I'm seeing it, it says Thor says, I don't hang with the Avengers anymore. It all got too corporate. <laughs>
1: um, I don't I don't remember that quote. That's here in the quotes. I don't doubt it. I just don't remember it. Doctor Strange, Thor, I sense a great change in your future. Destiny has dire plans for you, my friends. Mm. And Thor
0: responds, I have dire plans for destiny. <laughs> oh. um, One that's, uh, when they're, when they're like, it was after Thor and Hulk during their fight have kind of punched each other a few times. Mm-hmm. And he takes, uh, he just keeps hitting him. He's like, you know, there's the, the don't worry banner. You're in there. I'll get you out. <laughs> and then, he keeps hitting him and he's like you're embarrassing me. I told him we were friends.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that the fight, that whole fight is great. Yeah, it's really really funny. Oh, we're friends from work. Yeah, oh, that we're friends great. from work. Yeah. Loki, do you really think it's a good idea to go back to Earth? Thor, yes, of course. People on Earth love me. I'm very popular. Loki, let me rephrase. Do you really think it's a good idea to bring me back to Earth? Thor, Probably not, to be honest. But don't worry, little brother. I feel like everything's going to work out fine.
0: Hmm. Sad. Yeah. Good quote though. Good quote though. I like it when Hella's kind of got Thor pinned. She just cut out his eye, and he's having that vision of Odin, and he's he's panting, and he's in that field where where Odin died. And he's talking to him and he says, I'm not, he's like, she's too strong. It's like, I'm not as strong as you. And Odin goes, no, you're stronger. Yeah. It was really cool. It's a good quote. All right. I, I've got one more and then
1: I'm done. Okay. It's Valkyrie and Thor. Valkyrie says, I've spent years in the haze trying to forget my past. Sakar seemed like the best place to drink and to forget and to die one day. Thor. Well, I was thinking that you drink too much and I was probably going to kill you. Valkyrie. <laughs> I don't plan to stop drinking, but I don't want to forget. I can't turn away anymore. So if I'm going to die, well, might as well be driving a sword through the heart of that murderous hag.
0: Yeah, the uh, this is a uh, funny verse because it leads to some uh, uh, I don't have the exact quote, but he's just like uh, Thor and Hulk talking to each other. It's like how yeah, we just a bunch of. Hulk's like, I'm sorry, I just get so angry all the time. And he's like, oh, we're just a bunch of hotheads, you know? And it's like, yeah, Hulk like fire. Thor like water. It's like, both like fire. It's like, yeah, Hulk raging fire. Thor, little fire. All right, I'm just
1: going to, I didn't finish the quote. I'm just going to finish it. No, no, I'm going to finish it and then pause and then at like nothing happened and just move on and I'll splice it together.
0: Yeah. Lots of, lots of good quotes. Um, yeah. Hell is really funny. She's got some good ones too, but yeah, I mean, we could keep going on for, uh, uh for on and on and on. Uh, even when, Th- uh, Thor kind of switches on, uh, he's like, uh, He's like, "Oh, Hulk, I need you." And he's like, "Thor Banner's friend." He's like, "No, no, no, no. I don't like Banner." He's like, "I'm smart. I'm a scientist. I prefer you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then later on, he's just like Bruce is like, "Oh, you only want me for the Hulk." "Oh, this is disgust. this is this is you should be ashamed of yourself." He's like, "No, no, no, no. I don't even like the Hulk. I prefer you." <laughs>
1: Oh uh, and then uh when Bruce is talking about he's like, You wanted to know who I am? Step aside.
0: Yeah, that was <laughs> really funny. Then he just like you've seen that uh, so many times, like, oh he falls out of building, he's he's his Hulk yeah. defense mechanism is gonna save him. And then he just lands <laughs> and probably breaks a bunch of bones.
1: So great. So great.
0: So good. Okay. Uh scenes.
1: Yeah, I think the opening sequence is great. The opening scene. I have that as well. Yeah. Versus Satter and he's trying to escape and he takes off his helmet and eventually he's running away from the dragon and um oh what's that dude's name scourge
0: scourge yeah yeah the and, guy that he takes dolls. he's
1: too he's too preoccupied trying to impress these girls in or you know so he misses thor's request to come home early, and it's a great scene
0: yeah yeah i mean for all the reasons you said it's Uh, Starts out with a good action scene, but it also lets the audience know, like, hey, the Thor, especially from the Dark World and Age of Ultron, like he's not here anymore. Right. Like this is newer, better, more awesome Thor, Mm -hmm. and he's funny, and it's like you know, even Surtur, son of a dog. Um, Thor, Odin's son. son, Yeah. Surtur,
1: son of of a gun. Son of a (laughs) gun. Yeah, such a good line. Such
0: a good line. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. So the... I really liked... It was really fun to see uh, Thor and Loki in kind of like regular clothes and then interacting with Doctor Strange. Yeah. And there's this super powerful magical being that Thor has no idea about. Yeah. It was really, really a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And he... I mean, Thor was pretty confused at what was going on, every time Doctor Strange would, I guess, teleport him without the rings, which, whatever, um, yeah, just kind of interesting, yeah. But no, it was, it was fun. the The magical beer mug was fun, or beer glass, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that was fun. So my f- probably favorite scene in the movie is well i'll say it's a time there's two favorites so one of my favorites is when he thor is first at sakar and he is being introduced to the grandmaster yeah and so he's only sitting in this chair and it's almost like he's at a like a like an infomercial type epcot ride i don't know it's a weird thing he's just like traveling through in this like Soft music is playing in the background, explaining the history of Sakaar, and he's screaming And <laughs> one of the lights. He's not moving at all. He's just sitting there from everybody.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that one's really fun. It's, I think what Taiko Watiti does really well with this movie is that at, with Chris Hemsworth as the lead and taking more on this comedic characteristics is his chemistry with every single character is so good. Yeah. You know, with Loki, it's good. With Banner, it's good. With Hulk, it's good. With Valkyrie, it's really good. Mm -hmm. And as he confronts Hela and just like, you know, you can't be, you can't rule Asgard. You're just the worst, you know? And, uh, but I think really Thor and Hulk, their fight and their interactions, their dialogue, when Thor is still kind of prisoner in the champion suite with Hulk, it's so good. The, yeah, that is really good. the The anger and he's like, "Way we know each other." And then he's, you know, sun's getting real low. Sun's getting real low." <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps saying it over and over again, and it's really, really funny.
1: Oh, that's good. Uh, my favorite, my other favorite scene in this movie is the the fight scene on the Rainbow Bridge. Really where good. You have Loki and Thor with his powers eventually, and. Um, Heimdall is getting some work in, and Valkyrie shows up, and and Hulk is fighting this giant wolf thing, and it, it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really also like the scene. Uh, get help. Yeah, that's just really funny, and uh, watching because uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston have been they've been doing this together for a while, and them being able to play off each other, the the silliness as all as well as the emotional punches. And then ending with, I uh, said, oh, it's a great idea. He's like, no, it's the worst. I hate this. And just their history as brothers and, and going into battles and situations like that before in the past is a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do some questions. Okay. Would you rather have Valkyrie Or Korg and Meek, Korg and Meek come together, be your sidekicks in a fight?
1: In a fight Valkyrie. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, Valkyrie,
1: I think, could take both of them, one on two. But Korg is so funny. He is. So, Korg would... I would like to travel with Korg and fight with Valkyrie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't mention this in the Easter egg section, but Korg and Meek are from the... From the planet hulk storyline so this movie is a combination of two really popular yeah. comic books planet hulk and then thor ragnarok
1: yeah and uh contest of champions contest of which... champions
0: yeah as well yeah okay so next question who is the worst father in the mcu odin howard stark or hank pym
1: oh uh so odin it depends on which kid you're talking you're talking about
0: Right. Overall, so over, we're doing an overall assessment. Probably Hank Pym, maybe over
1: Odin. I don't. So Odin. I think Odin.
0: I think Odin by far is the worst. Like they Odin, have a sister, and he's like, "Oh, I'm about to die. Hey, when I die, you're gonna fight someone that's stronger than both of you." So, but <sighs> but Odin was a good father to Thor. He was a good father of Thor. Yeah, that's about it. So so you get you know, one out of three.
1: You know. <laughs> hey, 33% is going to put you in the Hall of Fame if you're a baseball player.
0: If you're a baseball player. It's going to put you in the Hall of Fame. Not if you're a basketball player or football player or golfer. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Odin, you can say, hey, Pam, that's fine. Um, I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah. That's a fun question. Okay. So, in all of the movies, do you prefer, would you prefer to see more? If obviously we're not going to be seeing any of these characters because they're all dead, would you prefer to see, have seen more of Scourge or the Warriors Three? If you could go back and change some stuff, would you say, like, give me more Scourge, the Executioner, or the Warriors Three? Oh, Warriors Three. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think they are. Scourge is fine. He served a purpose of I don't know, someone had to take Hell's side that wasn't an guardian and then I mean, it makes sense.
0: And then he he switches sides, right?
1: So it was a good little story. I just I don't care to see any more of him. What well, yeah. we got was enough for yeah. me, at least.
0: Yeah, I thought the Warriors three were underused. We may see Lady Sif uh, in the next movie, but we'll see. Okay, who has the best performance in this movie?
1: Can I say Taika? What? What he?
0: As Korg? No, 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 as director. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Because <laughs> uh, he, I mean, this is such a great movie. It's so good. It's such a great movie. And he took a character that, I mean, movie-wise, people kind of hated his movies up until this point. Mm-hmm. At least didn't care about him.
0: Yeah, they hated his character. Yeah. So I would say I, was, I just kind of went the traditional route. I think Taika Waititi as the director is, that's valid. But I would say Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Yeah. Just the new direction that they went in. It really lands and it's really good and endearing.
1: It is really great.
0: Okay. So what do you think we will see in Thor Love and Thunder? So this is going to be the first MCU movie to get a fourth installment. But it's kind of this only the second installment of the Taika Waititi, hopefully, trilogy that we get. So it's going to be interesting. So I know that we'll – so Zeus is in it.
1: Russell Crowe is playing Crow.
0: an older Zeus. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. The Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. I, is it confirmed
1: that Beta, Beta Ray Bill is in it or not?
0: I don't know. I don't think that's been confirmed. Jane Foster will be back.
1: Yeah, I do think we'll see Jane pick up the hammer, or a new hammer.
0: A new hammer, yeah. Right. Uh, Valkyrie's back. I'm pretty sure Lady Sif is back. Christian Bale is
1: going to be the villain, which I think will be interesting.
0: Yeah. So I think he plays someone that's, uh, their title is like, is the God Slayer, which is interesting. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited to see the direction that they well, go. It's Gore, the God Butcher. Good God Butcher, excuse me. Yeah.
1: And he looks kind of interesting. I don't know if you've seen any pictures of him. He's blue. Yeah, he's an alien, right? Yeah, he's got blue skin and. Okay, should be interesting.
0: Yeah. Or what? What would you want to see in in Love and Thunder?
1: Um, I guess since it's not confirmed, I would say I do want to see um, Jane Foster pick up a ham, pick up millionaire or new form of millionaire, and pass on the torch. That I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. That that'd be really cool. Uh, I don't know how they're whether they're going to come back to earth or whether they're going to con- continue through space and because obviously i mean spoilers but thor leaves with the guardians of the galaxy right. at the end of end game
1: will be i don't be, i don't think we'll see her okay i think it'll be all out there i think we will go on an adventure i think we'll see multiple different planets yeah right i think we'll go see a planet where zeus is kind of the ruler then we'll go yeah. see the planet where somebody else is the ruler. Yeah. I think we'll get like a little montage of their adventures together okay. before
0: we get to an actual story. Yeah, that'll be fun. I think that as because the this iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy will be over after volume three. And so I think Thor is gonna kind of pick up that mantle of the cosmic adventures of the theme of more the Guardians kind of style and humor. Okay. So we are going to roll through our MCU rankings of uh, heroes, villains, and movies. I'll go first. And so disclaimer, this is a list that fluctuates and changes. And here we go. So I have number one, Thor. Number two, Captain America. Number three, Iron Man. Number four, Spider-Man. Number 5, Black Panther. Number 6, Winter Soldier. Number 7, Black Widow. Number 8, Hulk. Number 9, Wanda. Number 10, Doctor Strange. Number 11, Rocket. Number 12, Yondu. 13, Star-Lord. 14, Gamora. 15, Drax. 16, Falcon. 17, Ant-Man. 18, Hawkeye. 19, Vision. Uh, 20, Mantis. 21, Groot. 22, Nebula. 23, Quicksilver. 24, War Machine. Okay.
1: Okay. I have number 1, Iron Man,
0: 2, Thor,
1: 3, Captain America, 4, Spider-Man, 5, Black Widow, 6, Star-Lord, 7, Black Panther, 8, Rocket, 9, Gamora, 10, Doctor Strange, 11, Falcon, 12, Drax, 13, Groot, 14, Ant-Man, 15, Hulk, 16, Hawkeye, 17, Wanda, 18, Vision, 19, War Machine, 20, Quicksilver, 21, Mantis, 22,
0: Nebula. Pretty good. Pretty similar. Yeah. Thor and Hulk moved up a bunch for both of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting when we get to Endgame and in Infinity War. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thor's just so much better.
1: Oh man, this version of Thor's awesome.
0: Yeah, he's so cool and he's so fun. Uh, yeah, I'm moving up to one for this one. You put him at number two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So villains i have one zemo two loki three vulture four hella five ego six red skull seven obadiah stain eight ultron nine Ronan, ten alexander pierce eleven whiplash twelve abomination 13 aldrich killian 14 darren cross 15 dormammu 16 Malakith.
1: yeah ours is super similar i have one loki two vulture three hella four zemo five aldrich killian six obadiah seven ultron eight Ronan. Nine Ego, ten Red Skull, eleven Alexander Pierce, twelve Yellow Yellow Jacket, thirteen Ivan Vanko, fourteen Abomination, fifteen Normamu, sixteen Malachite. Okay, awesome. Yeah, hell is good, but she's gone. She's gone. But she was awesome. In the she city. was super cool. She had great motivations. Like her motivations made sense. Like, all right, like she built this. Essentially, she built this place, and built the she empire. got cast out from it. Right. So,
0: yeah, as soon as like her ideals of Hey, why are we stopping? Let's keep going. Right. And Odin's like, mm, maybe we shouldn't have done this, but yeah. Okay, movies. Uh, number one, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Two, Iron Man. Three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Four, Thor: Ragnarok. Five, Civil War. Six, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Seven, uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Eight, <coughs> Avengers. Nine, Iron Man Two. Ten, Spider-Man: Homecoming. 11 Iron Man 3, 12 Doctor Strange, 13 Age of Ultron, 14 Ant Man, 15 Thor, 16 Incredible Hulk, 17 Thor Dark World.
1: Okay, nice. I have one Iron Man, two Thor Ragnarok, three Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, four Captain America Civil War, five Winter Soldier, six Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, seven Spider Man Homecoming, eight The Avengers, nine Iron Man 3, 10, Captain America the First Avenger, 11, Ultron, 12, Doctor Strange, 13, Ant-Man, 14, Iron Man 2, 15, Thor, 16, Incredible Hulk,
0: and 17, Thor Dark World. Nice. So pretty similar there as well. Yeah, awesome. So overall reflections, final grade? I mean, we've said this movie's good a lot. <laughs>
1: uh, it's A-plus for me. I can't wait for Love and Thunder. When, when is that coming out? Do we?
0: They're filming right now. Yep. Let's check the IMDB. Thor, while I'm doing that, I'll just say I gave it an A as well. It's really, really good. It's one of my favorite movies. And it's this is a fun movie to just watch casually. It is. Uh, the Thor Love and Thunder comes out in 2022. Uh, it does not have... Uh, it does not look like it has a release date other than that. Okay. but. but uh, we oh, know. Melissa McCarthy, the comedian, is playing that actor, Hella in the play. Like when they do the play oh, version. Oh, gosh. So that'll be funny. Oh, and Nebula. Yeah, Nebula, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. So it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun movie. Can't wait. All right, everybody,
1: that's going to do it for another episode of The Brad Report. We hope that you dug what you heard. We hope that you will like, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, follow us on social media, and until next time, love you 3000.